Thank you, Julia. Thank you so much, Pastor Susan. And uh, I'm so excited to be with all of you. Um, thank you so much for coming. It's such a treat to be back at Sunnyside. It always is. And, you know, when I, wherever I go, actually, when, when, when I'm there, it's, you know, I always tell people, you know, my home church, Sunnyside Presbyterian in South Bend, Indiana, love and support me. And I've always just been so proud of that, uh, of having a home to, to come back to. Um, so, so yeah, so today I'll be talking a little bit about uh, the Ministry of Spiritual Direction. And um, this has been something that has been very special to me. I, uh, I uh, did spiritual direction. I met with a spiritual director while I was at Notre Dame. It was very helpful in my discernment toward ministry. And uh, I've been in spiritual direction while I was at, at a seminary. And it was something when I was going to seminary, I thought, okay, like, I really feel called to uh, train in this ministry and to be able to offer it uh, as part of my ministry, you know, as a pastor or as a chaplain, as a teacher to uh, people who are in my community. So that's something I did that along with seminary, I uh, have been training as a spiritual director with uh, Oasis Ministries in Pennsylvania. It's, it, we do that online. We meet together once a month or so, and uh, it's something, so I'm nearing the end of that training, and so it's, it's been a ministry that's meant a lot to me, and it's something I just want to share a little bit with you about what this is, um, and to start for you to think about that, you know, maybe this is something I would like to try, um, and uh, to at the end, I'll talk a little bit more about next steps if you are interested. So I think, you know, just to start with, um, maybe just a show of hands, um, have any... Have any of you been in spiritual direction? Pastor Susan, Pastor and Brad. Yeah. 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 Um, have anyone heard of spiritual direction before? Okay. More, more folks. More folks. Yeah. So I guess you know, for uh, Brad or Pastor Pastor Susan, um, you feel comfortable sharing a little bit. Any of you share a little bit about what it has meant to you, or how, um, what the experience has been like in to be in spiritual direction? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to share a little bit. Um, I, I had a spiritual director for a couple, uh, a couple months in seminary. I thought it was kind of neat, but then when I was discerning a, a new call from my former church to come up here, um, I reached out to a spiritual director who I've been meeting with since, I guess it's been two years now. Um, and what has been so helpful in that relationship is that uh, she helps always remind me of what is going on sort of underneath, uh, the, the work of God that's going on underneath that I may not be attuned to in sort of the whirlwind day to day. Um, and it, maybe maybe you've experienced that, where you're not always attuned to like the fact that God is at work in what you're reading, in what you're doing, and in, in, in what you're thinking. And she's given me some practices to, to just center myself, certain words, certain phrases, certain pictures um, that are contextually like relevant and meaningful for me that she and I kind of co-created together. Um, so when I talk about spiritual direction, I say that it's sort of the intersection, and maybe Brett and Susan, you've got different experiences, but it's the intersection of coaching and therapy um, with more Jesus uh, than, than either of those have. I'll share. I um, 
probably six or seven years ago, started in spiritual direction and found it as the practice of having someone accompany me on the, my spiritual journey and appreciate having that um, really specific focus of attention to really in that time it's the, the practices we start and end our hour with to say we're intentional, to say to welcome the Holy Spirit, that our job in this hour is to reflect and kind of mine through life, life's experiences, to see the Holy Spirit, and to have someone that's really intentional and, and skilled at listening and pointing to say, hey, this is how God is walking with you. This is how, how, this is how God may be inviting you into the next step or into a deeper faith it has been really powerful for me. Thank and then, yeah, I've only been doing it for about a year now, and I think you probably know Biff, who's my spiritual director. Um, and he specifically, one thing that he kind of specializes in is a little bit with sort of understanding your calling and vocation and sorting out kind of career-related stuff. And I got interested in it specifically because of some big questions and struggles that were going on with that for me. So it's been really helpful for that. Um, He's also, he, his wife is Catholic, and I'm sort of interested in, have a value for Catholic uh, practices and things like that. So, but he, him not being Catholic himself, I think was a good person for helping me kind of think about that, those kinds of things. So, that's been, it's been really nice for that reason. Thank you so much. So, um, so thank you, uh, Pastor Phil, Pastor Susan, Brett, for sharing. Uh, and I'm really glad that all of you mentioned it's spiritual direction about going deeper into, into into your what's underneath your relationship with God, kind of your emotional life, I am God. And um, some of the questions that are engaged in spiritual direction are kind of the following. Um, and we're going to do an exercise with this in a minute uh, before I talk a bit more. Uh, but, you know, how do you feel about your relationship with God right now? Are there times when you feel closer to God or maybe further away from God? Uh, what do you feel like God is calling you to, to in your life right now? You know, this could be in your work, in your family relationships, in your community. And where would you like your relationship with God to go? So these are some of the questions that can come up. And, uh, and you know, right now, just in our time together, um, I would invite you to engage in an exercise. So if I could ask you to pair up with someone sitting close to you, um, and yeah. Just just pairing up right now. Okay. All right. So, all right. Thank you for uh, thank you for pairing up. So what I'm going to ask you to do in your pair is that, um, so I, I would like you to decide one person will be the speaker and one person will be the listener. Uh, and then for, for five minutes, I would just like you to choose one or two of these questions and just kind of, the speaker would just talk about that and the listener would be the one listening to, to the speaker talk, talk about that. You can share um, what you feel comfortable with. So, you know, if you don't feel comfortable sharing something, you don't have to. And then after five minutes, we'll switch and then the, the rows and just engage engage in that. So that's a little bit of a taste of like what, what goes on in the session. It's not that exactly, but it's a little taste of it. So okay, so I'm just so I'm just gonna time you for about 
five minutes, and then so maybe just take a minute to decide who will go first. So, uh, like two and a half minutes each? No, five minutes each. Yeah. I'm going to shift the screen just a little bit. Okay. So. Okay, so I'll just start timing you for five minutes. Yeah, 
conversation so I'm just curious like how, how did how did that feel like how did it feel to talk about your relationship with God with another person how did it feel to be the person talking that's interesting because like for me having a spiritual director that I didn't know was so important because I could like I could I don't have to be pastor my spiritual director. I can be joy. 
And like, you all are so very kind, and I know that there are times I can be just Joel with each of you, and there's also times when the office gets in the way of spiritual for me. Spiritual. Well, for me, it's a matter that, you know, sometimes you don't want to speak out on things that maybe you don't want to of spiritual direction. Actually, you know, when I when when I was getting ready for this, it was going to be spiritual direction and spiritual companionship. And just in the interest of time, I ended up focusing more on spiritual direction. But actually, you know, what uh, Pastor Joel described in terms of going to someone, maybe you don't, uh, that you, sometimes, you know, it's someone you don't know at all. Sometimes a spiritual director might be someone you know, but you interact in a space that's different from your everyday life. So that's, so that's one benefit of doing spiritual direction that way, being outside of your life and not having to be pastoral or not having to be, you know, whoever you are in, 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 in your life. Um, you know, the way you, to be able to talk to someone in a way that's different from the way you talk to your family or friends or people in your community. So that's a little bit more like what happens, you know, when you go to a counselor. Um, and, yeah. I didn't mean to you. No, but in Pastor Joel's situation, and mm -hmm. other people like that, yeah. Uh, yeah. you were too worried about the, that person talking to others about your situation. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's a little bit different mm -hmm. and, uh, than talking to maybe somebody that's a friend but not really a close friend. Mm -hmm. You're not going to share mm -hmm. a lot with that's, them. Yeah, that's, right. yes. yeah. yeah. That's, that's very important. And that's definitely something that's that you know in spiritual direction. That's kind of the the, the, the both the implicit and explicit covenant. It's confidentiality. Um, and then what we're doing here is uh, spiritual companionship. Okay. So so this this thing of being able to sit with each other and you know talk about these deeper questions. Uh, where is God right now? You know how how do I feel? You know how do you feel about your relationship with God? Like what's going on in your prayer life right now? Like, what, what do you feel like God is calling you to do? Like, how, how is it going with you and God? Um, so, 
my, my, my um, part of my heritage is in kind of the pietist tradition. And one of the questions that's well known in the pietist tradition is how goes your walk with the Lord? So being able to do this for each other is one of the blessings of being in community. So, so you know, what we're doing here is kind of like that. And that's, that's really something, and, and that's really great that, you know, I heard you guys enjoy that, doing that so much, because that's something that we can do for each other within community. So even if you don't specifically have a spiritual director, it's still something, you know, you can engage in with the people in your life, in your community, so you feel comfortable. Yes, actually and that is exactly why you know it's it's important to have someone to share with whether it's a spiritual director or you know in community as we've been doing because it's true it's a journey like you want we want our spiritual life to be moving to be moving along you know and not That's really important. And yeah, that's that's the thing that the space that spiritual direction, spiritual companionship creates is the space to engage in these questions and to be vulnerable. And to talk about these things that, you know, you talk to many people every day in your life, you know, at work, at home, um, and you know, even in church without necessarily engaging in these questions. Um, and the space of doing this uh, in spiritual direction or spiritual companionship is an invitation to engage with your life in God. Um, and I think um, the Pastor Susan, Pastor Joel, and Brad all shared that, that that's really a gift to them in spiritual direction, being able to engage deeply with these questions in their journey. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit just about specifically spiritual direction, uh, what, you know, what, what happens, what it is. We got into that a little bit. But just, you know, if you do spiritual direction more formally, what does that involve? So here's a quote um, by Elizabeth Liebert. Spiritual direction is one Christian assi uh, assisting another to discover and live out in the context of the Christian community his or her deepest values and life goals in response to God's initiative. So exactly for what we were just engaging with. Um, you, know, where, where, you know, where is God um, you know, in my life right now? What is God calling me to? What is my what is my value? My deepest values in God. You know what is what what are my goals in response to what God is doing in my life or in my community right now? So if you do formal spiritual direction, formal so to speak, it's that it's it's a relationship with uh, a spiritual director. It could be one one on one. Some people can also do it within a group. Some people do spiritual group, spiritual direction. And the focus is on your relationship with God. Um, 
And the way it's often done is you meet one-on-one -on -one or in a group for one hour uh, a month. And spiritual directors, you know, when they engage in training, as I've been doing the past few years, it's, it's training in deep listening, in different methods of prayer and contemplation. Uh, and they're also receiving spiritual direction themselves. And often if they're, they're doing spiritual direction actively, they're also being supervised. You know, they're peer supervision groups or they have um, a, lead, a group leader that they uh, are um, talking to about their practice specifically of spiritual direction with others. Uh, often spiritual directors are also pastors, uh, counselors, or teachers. So a lot of pastors do spiritual direction, pastors do spiritual direction. Um, and it's different from counseling or psychotherapy in that it's not primarily about uh, problems. Uh, although you can bring in problems in your life, um, in God, in, into spiritual direction. And it's not primarily about the relationship with, um, with the director but the main focus is on your relationship with God. So when I do spiritual direction with other people, the way I explain the difference between counseling and spiritual direction is like that, you know, when you go to counseling, it's like there are two people in the room, that the work is happening within your relationship with the counselor. You know, that's the context in which you're working out, uh, the, you know, what you're going to counseling with. You know, or, you know, if you're going to couples counseling, it's, it's you know, the couple or the family and the counselor. In spiritual direction, there are always three in the room. So it's all, you know, it's you, the spiritual director, and the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the one who is actually the one who's active and who's kind of doing the directing in a way. And the spiritual director is listening um, to you, but also listening to what's happening in your life, in God, what the Holy Spirit is, is saying to them uh, about you. What, what they're hearing the Spirit say to you. Um, so, so, you know, so often you do a lot of silence in spiritual direction, a lot of prayer together, and that's often what you're doing, is you're listening for, for the Spirit in spiritual direction. So even though it's called spiritual direction, it's not actually directive, because the director doesn't tell you what to do, but instead the director watches with you for the Spirit's movement. Um, and it, spiritual direction also is a commitment on the part of the director to pray for you. And the acknowledgement that you know, it's God who's really, who's really in charge, and it's about your relationship with God. So that's kind of a lot for right now. I've been talking for a little bit. It's kind of a lot of information. And if it's new to you, it can sound a bit weird. So like, what is this? So do you all have any thoughts or questions at this point? Yeah. Do you know your Really tough question, actually. He went. Yeah. So I'll make an attempt, and then, uh, and then, uh, maybe that's your student. When you're the director. So part of it is like it comes from intimacy with God. It's like you know when you know someone very well, you you learn to recognize their voice, right? So part of what you do, part of really my 
Well, that's, if I'm going to do spiritual direction, it's to attempt my own relationship with God, you know, in prayer, in spiritual practices. So that way, and, you know, in scripture, so that way then I know God's voice. Um, and so when I'm with another person, then it makes it easier. You still don't know for sure because there's just so many different things. You know, is it me? Is it this person? Is it, you know, what we had for lunch? Um, is it God? But, you know, you, you, learn to, you learn to recognize it a bit more, you know, as you gain more experience in doing it. And then you test, right, that, that you know, if, you know, you can, you can confirm with each other. It's like, you know, the person might ask, you know, this is what came up for me. Um, and then you can, you know, is, is this what's coming up for me? Is it confirmed in other ways? So, so and then, you know, is it, is it persistent? Does it match up with scripture? Can be one way. Is it consistent with other ways, other things you've heard in God? So that would be some of the ways to, to discern whether something is coming from God. So that's one way I often think when I in spiritual direction, I'm trying to have like a catalog of scripture that's like as I'm listening, there's like one page that's open listening, a catalog of scripture opening and listening, and mm-hmm. kind of cross-checking and looking for who are the spiritual companions and characters in scripture that maybe can speak into this situation. Mm-hmm. My favorite question is just to say, I wonder if. Mm-hmm. And then together, let the individual discern for themselves. Because mm-hmm. I don't you know it's my job to say, this is, um, this is the Holy Spirit, but to ask the question, do you sense that this might be? Mm-hmm. I, want, you know, I wonder if. Like, how can we discover that together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I wonder. Can all of them work out something that you say, you know, that, that's the Holy Spirit? Pastor Susan put it that it's the director is not telling you, okay, this is the Holy Spirit and this is not. It's not like that. It is sort of like, okay, you know, this, you know, I wonder if this, how, how, if this scripture resonates with where you are right now, you know, or like, um, you know, with, with, um, you know, with a director, I might say, okay, like this, this character in the Bible or like in Christian history, for example, with St. Augustine or, uh, Calvin, or or something like that. You know, this thing that they said really resonates. Um, you know, I, this comes to mind for me as I'm listening to you. How does that resonate with you? So, so it's it's not anything that it's not it's not sort of like okay, I don't uh, something just sort of comes out of the blue that's completely opposite to what you have been doing, like in your prayer life, or what what you've been learning in the Bible. That's complete opposite of that. That will come up and just be like, oh, this is from God. You know, you know, it comes out of nowhere. But it's really kind of learning to to listen to what God is already saying in your life, what God already is in your life. Yeah. So, so I um, God never talks to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> God, God has my cards. <laughs> but in 
not tell me what my cards are. <laughs> so I can, you know, if I can maybe detect that God smiles a little bit, sometimes tell something, I can tell everything. But, but God is really hard to read. He's wearing sunglasses, a hat, and uh, he's got my cards, and it's really hard to tell what I'm supposed to be doing. What I can bet. So that, is that the spiritual... You know, a game of chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So the spiritual director is sort of helping me read God as to what my cards are. Part of the part of bringing focus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. It's yeah. you know. does, does God ever tell you what your cards are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think in the Bible. Yeah. Called Mary, this is what's coming to you. But I've never not like that. Yeah, yeah. But I've never had angels or Can I say something? Sorry. <laughs> um <laughs> I was listening to a podcast the other day and it said um, prayer is a conversation where both people have to speak and one of the most difficult parts for me in prayer is to stop talking (laughs) Um, and you have to be actively praying while not speaking and I think that's uh, but I do that, right? So, like, active, your prayer has to be not only speaking but also listening. And often, when I hear God speaking in my life, it's a thought that I can recognize it was not my own thought. Um, and it is—it's not like completely opposite, but it is related to what's going on. But like, hmm, that's not my train of thought. That's a different voice. And so, I—one of the things I do is I—I am very actively, I write my prayers because then my hand hurts, and I'm almost like, okay, God's making my hand hurt so that I'll stop talking <laughs> and just listen. And so I don't, I don't know if that's helpful, but... Yeah. I, I, was, I was sharing with them the, uh, the movie The Two Popes. I don't know if you seen that. But Pope Benedict in the movie resigns because he hears nothing from God. He hears silence. And that's I, I try to listen, but I hear silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not poked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, if you were to bring that into a spiritual direction, you know, we might kind of, with a director, discern about that, you know, kind of, might say, you know, maybe let's sit with that in silence before that. And see, and, and you know, like how, exploring, like, how you feel about that, and if there are different ways that you felt about God before. So I think it's it's kind of boring like that. Yeah. I also think that sometimes mm-hmm. you look back on your life and say, oh, that God spoke Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing that can come. That's definitely um, that's another, another way to discern, okay, where has God been in the past with me? Where have I really felt God to be present? My own opinion is that I think in the Bible those encounters of face-to-face, you know, audible mm-hmm. encounters that people have are recorded there because they're exceptional, not because they're commonplace. Mm-hmm. So Moses's, you know, hearing from God that kind of conversation um, isn't what the everyday Israelites have. So it's exceptional. And so it's not the thing that everybody expects to happen. Um, and I think I'll say this at the end of the whole class I'm teaching the spring, that one way to think about what the Bible is is that it's a 
ourselves in the penultimate stage, a uh, scene, such that the goal is not to like um, be told the lines to read or like the moves to make, like God is orchestrating the whole thing. But we know what came before in the story. Scripture tells us that, and we have a kind of creative opportunity to imagine how to be faithful to what came before and how to try to direct our lives towards what we know is also the ultimate end of the story, uh, also coming in the scripture. So we're kind of in the in-between, where we, we have a sense of the plot of history, we know where it's going, we have a creative opportunity in the middle to try to be faithful to that story as, as we integrate our story into that bigger story. There's a lot of just freedom there. I mean, so I, I don't know that God is making the calls, like we have to go here and do this and this job and this person and say this thing, you know, so much as we're invited to be creative actors in this bigger story. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that Moses complained to God that I don't want to do that. And the Israelites said, we don't want to go up there and face to face with God. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the disciples complained. Yeah. Everybody yeah. complained. Yeah. 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 So I think direction is not the role doing a little bit in a way is like what happens in spreading group spiritual direction you know listening to listening to each other in this deep ways and discerning with each other where that is so i really like that you know that yeah no it's not a it's not a prophetic row and it's not a preaching row either so it's not telling you this is what god says it's discerning with you okay where might god be in? and you know in where where might god have been in the past it's it's really a curious Ministry and sort of really a, an open space for you to bring in whatever is on your mind, on your spirit, right now. So we have. Uh, so I'm I'm really glad we were we've been engaging a lot. So I will be sharing this uh, PowerPoint with Pastor Susan, and she will make it available to all of you. So, so you know, I'm not going to spend too much time on uh, the the historical aspects, but just a little bit. In terms of, um, you know, the word spiritual direction is not mentioned in scripture, but this practice of um, sharing with another person about where God is in your life, about your walk with God, uh, and, you know, guiding and mentoring uh, each other in, you know, in your walk with God is very common in scripture. There, there are many examples that 
cults uh, have been looked upon as, you know, not called spiritual direction, but doing something kind of similar, in a way, to what we've been doing today. And what happens in spiritual direction? So Ananias and Paul, Paul and Timothy and Titus, and many other people. Um, and then historically, too, starting with John Cashin, Yin monasteries, but throughout the Middle Ages, uh, both men and women have played the roles of spiritual guides and spiritual directors for other people. Um, and then, you know, today, uh, the practice of spiritual direction is done in many Christian traditions, including Catholic and Anabaptist, I think, are the most obvious, but also within Reformed Presbyterian traditions, uh, Lutheran traditions, and, you know, even beyond Christianity. Uh, it's still being, it's also being used. So, within the Reformed tradition, um, this was really interesting because I was trying to find um, information specifically about PC, uh, spiritual direction in the Presbyterian tradition or in the PCUSA, uh, it was very difficult. <laughs> no. I think it's not really our instinct. Our instinct is to go to preaching, scripture teaching, uh, sacraments, uh, you know, that we see that as the primary tasks of the church and of spiritual nourishment. The preaching of the word of God is the word of God. Um, but if you look more closely, actually there is there, there is a tradition of people accompanying each other uh, in their walk with God. Um, John Calvin is a very deeply spiritual person. Uh, I discovered that when I took a course in uh, Cal Calvin's Institutes with Professor... Uh, <laughs> what? Um, no, no, it's, it was a Notre Dame. So. Zachman, yes, so oh. Professor Zachman, yes, yeah. So, so he had a very deep spirituality, and some people even call him mystical, which sounds strange until you get really deep into his writings. So that's been my argument, that, that Calvin has a really deeply mystical side. Um, and he was also, so his, his um, really, his admonition to pastors also is to pay really careful attention to the spiritual formation and the spiritual development of the people under their care, and also for congregants to, to, to uh, unburden their souls to their pastors. So he very much thought that, you know, we're not in this alone. We, we are in this with each other. Um, and there, and there's, a, there's a pretty long tradition, actually, within, within the Reformed tradition of uh, spiritual companionship, spiritual friendships. Uh, I went to a conference at one point where, it was at Notre Dame actually on spirituality, where uh, a pastor shared about uh, a, a friendship between two women in, in early America, two reformed women who engaged in this kind of spiritual friendship. Uh, and, and, you know, they would talk about some of the things that, that we, we talked about today. So there's a long tradition of that, both talking about it in person, in letters, engaging deeply with these questions with another person, really unburdening your soul to another person. So this is not unknown in our tradition. Uh, some modern Presbyterian and Reformed pastors who endorse spiritual direction include Eugene Peterson, who, is a who was a PCUSA pastor, Don Postima, who is a Reformed pastor, uh, Bo Karen Lee, who is a professor of spirituality at Princeton Theological Seminary, and Dr. Deborah Hansinger, who is my spiritual director and retired, pastor, retired professor of pastoral care at Princeton. So, 
So let us talk a little bit about you know what happens in a spiritual direction session, um, and then we'll and then you know we'll talk a little bit about some resources going forward if you would like to if this is something you would like to try, you know. So yeah, in a spiritual direction session, kind of like what we did a little bit, you're invited to share what's happening in your life and God, what's happening in your prayer life, how are you feeling about God, when do you feel God's presence, do you feel called to something right now. And unlike in counseling, where the problem, the focus is more on problems, you can bring both problems and good things that are happening into spiritual direction. The focus is not on solving problems, but it's on discerning God's presence uh, in, in the midst of what's happening right now. Um, so, so then in a spiritual direction session, it may not feel like much is happening sometimes. It's, it's, it's not like you bring in, uh, you, you have a set goal and you accomplish that. It's more about like listening to God, but people do find over time that they are um, that they they deepen their relationship with God, um, and they find more clarity in in seeing God in their life, and they grow in their relationship with God. They often grow in their vocation, in in their relationships with with others also in their community, and they find their relationship with their spiritual director to be one of the most caring and supportive relationships in their lives. Um, so yeah, so you may pray together, you keep silence before God. Often I do that with directees a lot. Um, you, the director may suggest particular prayer practices or scripture passages that may be relevant to your life right now. So in terms of who benefits from spiritual direction, so that anyone can benefit from spiritual direction, uh, as long as you are open to God's movement in your life and are willing to share your spiritual journey with another person. And then, you know, in particular, people tend to seek spiritual direction when, when during times of transition, when they feel led in particular directions, uh, when they kind of feel restless about their spiritual life, often they seek spiritual direction. And then, you know, people in the ordination process who work in ministry, in helping professions uh, and who do spiritual direction for others are often required or seek spiritual direction. Um, so yeah, you could do one-time spiritual direction, regular meetings, or be with a spiritual director during retreat. So, so yeah, so that's kind of a broad overview of spiritual direction. And we're kind of coming near our time for, for ending our session. So I'll just give a few, some resources and then, you know, Whatever time we have left, we can engage in some questions, or you know, you can ask me questions later as well and share like what your thoughts are about this. So some um, some resources for spiritual direction. Um, so there's Oasis Ministries. They have a directory for finding a guide, and that can be all over the country. And again, Pastor Pastor Sulem will share this um, PowerPoint with uh, the church so that you will have access to these resources. Spiritual Directors International is also a resource. So they're more broadly beyond just Christian uh, spiritual directors, but they have sp Christian spiritual directors also. And then the Mennonite Church in USA has a lot of resources also. Um, and I tried to find some Peace USA resources, but wasn't really able to. But uh, these are some of the resources I have for the, so I know Pastor Shiva has more resources too. Another that uh, the Spiritual Hermitage Center is in Michigan. It is Christian and, and locally Mennonite, but they offer um, spiritual direction.
session, one-time sessions or, or retreat mm -hmm. sessions is an option. Um, and And, you know, I'm completing my training at the end of, um, at the end of May uh, of this year. And, you know, I'm still discerning where spiritual direction fits in my life right now. But, you know, if, if, if any of you would like to get a sense of what spiritual direction is like, maybe one time, like, I, I'm, I'm open to, to, to meeting with you and, and sort of discerning where, if you would like this to be part of your life, you know, whether with me or with someone else. So... So yeah, that's that's sort of basically overview of spiritual direction and some resources. So any questions? So Abby? Well, the people that are providing spiritual direction, are they trained somehow? Are they always ministers or whoever wants to answer? <laughs> no, they're not always pastors, but they are trained. So there are different programs. There's one in uh, AMBS, uh, and the one I'm with is Oasis Ministries. So yeah, they are, they are trained. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I was trained. Oh. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, B. <laughs> <laughs> private practices uh, so that they so, so some some directors charge and some don't so there's some people have private practices and they, they charge for some people it's like they're full-time pastors or teachers and they do they do that as, as the ministry sort of on the side um, and then some uh, I know some Jesuit high schools uh, have spiritual directors on, on staff and I think Notre Dame has like someone who does director of formation so, so some places like that would have spiritual directors. I know of um, there's one of the teachers in the program I'm with is um, in an is I think employed by an agency and share an office with therapists. So, so he would um, you know with his directees if if they, he thinks they need counseling he would refer them to a therapist and they would also refer people to him for spiritual direction. So. So it's still sort of, in terms of doing it formally, it's still kind of um, open field right now. So it's not, so there isn't like licensing or anything like that, like there is for therapists, but um, it's it's sort of like, yeah, combination of private practice, people being in the industry. Yeah. And, you know, just to say also, uh, I've been talking about the difference between spiritual direction and counseling, but it is possible to be doing both at the same time. You know that's that a lot of people do do both, and they you know they, they don't need to conflict with each other. It's helpful to mention to your therapist you know start spiritual direction, and sometimes a director might recommend that you do something at the same time. So how do you so when you're looking for a counselor? Mm -hmm. Idea of transference is supposed to be a yeah. healthy part of it, but for a spiritual director, it's not the same thing. How do you know when a spiritual director is right for you? Because, um, I'm thinking when my brother was in seminary, he asked mm -hmm. a girl out, and she said, oh, "I'll have to pray about it." And she 
came back later and said, God said no. Because <laughs> 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 if you're with a spiritual director, you're, you're trying to determine God's will, and so how much, you can't really rely on the spiritual director. Well, do, do they have to like you? I mean, how does that work? I mean, how do you, you can most directors will will offer like for, for the the first session is like you're not really doing direction you're just getting to know each other so that's where you get a sense of the fit and then you can decide okay do you want to do you want to schedule another meeting and yeah, always at any time, like if you are finding that um, it doesn't fit or that you're looking for something else like at that stage in your life, you can you know, end with one person and start with someone else. So yeah, there's definitely fit. Transference doesn't play as much into it since the focus isn't on the relationship with the director and you don't need as often as you do with therapists, but it can definitely come into play like, with a new relationship. But yeah, looking for a fit is definitely part of it if you're going to do it one more time. Did I see a hand? Um, Brad? Or, no, no, he's stretching. So, is there any other questions? Thank you. I'll be making this available. I'm just